Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Hi, folks. This is episode 105. NPR's New Corporate Propaganda. New COVID Requirement Vaccine. Man, this is really scary. But not so much about COVID. This is scary because of what is being put forth as um, what is supposed to become, I suppose, the, the new damn norm. I want you to think back a couple of years or so ago. Can you remember, can any of you out there listening remember pre-COVID? Now, that's not a tongue-in-cheek question. I mean, pre-COVID, the mask, you know, all the bullshit. When uh, what, you know, used to be called, well, normal. Well, then, of course, there was COVID and everything that followed. And what has come up is what I said would come up. And now it is coming to fruition. And it's really scary because what I talked about earlier in uh, the uh, relatively recent past, was uh, how you do certain things when you're trying to accomplish a certain goal as a controlling entity of the government that um, you do certain things simply as a dress rehearsal because, as I stated back then, that you can't do sweeping things in society you have to do them incrementally and slowly. You have to condition the cattle, um, which is what they consider consumers to be on mass or dumb cattle. So you can't hit them with the final product of their complete uh, subjugation. You, you have to do it incrementally. 
But this is another aspect of it. And this was today that I heard this, which is September the 6th and um, 2022. And uh, they just put this out there, but it was put forth in such a manner that it was just like very brief information. And it was sort of like, you know, those funny roll-on things at the end of a commercial they used to do where the guy talks at 5 million miles per hour and he talks about all the the certain, you know, bylaws and whatnot of the agreement. Yeah, that kind of shit. And it was almost like that because there were certain aspects of what was said that um, if a thinking person simply stops, thinks, and analyzes them are really frightening. And we, all of us, should be frightened by this. So, um, yeah, I heard this on NPR. In Oregon, it's OPB, but even so, this will be put forth everywhere. That the... Um, what the CDC, working with the uh, virologist professionals, basically it said what they've come up with is that they're saying, okay, um, well, we have a, uh, a, a, a hugely super improved vaccine that can, unless there is some, by the way, this is the lynch point of their bullshit, of their deception, because you got to leave an out for any criminal kind of proposition. You have to leave an out. And so it's a little, little, like a little tiny clause, a little thing, you just, and you put it in there, but they can't say you didn't state it. That's the criminality bullshit that I'm talking about. So they said, so barring any on any unexpected uh, changes in the variants or whatnot, um, very quickly they said, yeah, this should you shouldn't need any more vaccines. Just get this vaccine and just get this vaccine annually and, and you should be good. Now, how many of you were actually listening to just what I just said? Did you catch the word annually? Now, all of a sudden, you have to get, that would mean, even if there weren't any flukes or fuck-ups in the system, assuming that, in other words, if everything pretty much went according to their plan, and they always have a plan, and of course, they can always backpedal on the goddamn plan because, well, guess what? When it comes to your life, now they got to have a back door and they look at you and they say, well, yeah, we're really sorry. Mm. Sorry you died, but mm. that kind of shit. And they said, so barring that, well, annual shot. Okay, so before this, 
all of this happened, people were, you know, living relatively normal pre-COVID. Now you'll need an annual shot. Now, then we have the thing with monkey virus. The dust hasn't settled on that. Then there could be another variant. Think think about this. Just, just walk with me on this. Just imagine. Just walk with me on this. You're going to now have to get, in order to feel safe. So obviously, this is going to very much be the focus of the immunocompromised and the elderly in the population. So they got those on board, and now they just need to get the rest of the uh, dummies, uh, oh, I mean, I mean citizens, into this. And now... <laughs> oh, God, I'm just think of the most you know, fiendish criminal wringing their hands. Now we're going to need an annual shot. Oh, wait, 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 but wait, wait, Johnny. What is it, Rex? Wait, Johnny, there's more. Then there's monkeypox. Well, when all the dust settles on that, well, uh, we think we can uh, figure this out. Uh, you may need a, you may need an annual shot. <laughs> then there'll be another pox. There'll be another thing. And another thing. And another thing. Until you're taking, I don't know, fucking five, six, seven, eight, however many they can produce to protect us. Mm, I don't know. Three years ago, didn't need any protection. If you are a especially if you are a young, healthy person that even if that exists in America anymore due to all the toxins, poisons, sugar, salt, you know, all the horse shit that people eat. Um, if anyone is just normal anymore out there, hello, sound of crickets, hello, you don't need that shit. This is, um, for lack of a better word, yet another being introduced, introduced intermittently and slowly, but a money-making scam and scheme. Now, can I prove that this will not help people who are, as I said earlier, immunocompromised and or the elderly? No. But here's also what I'm saying. Within the bounds of nature, for whatever reason, there were there have been diseases around since, well, recorded history, and there were also people who were immunocompromised before written history, and unfortunately, they died. And the old die. That is a reality of existence. 
and the powers, the the corporate machinations and whatnot are trying to circumvent this as though viruses and bacteria and whatnot that all these things somehow that they're new these things are new and as far as a mutation is concerned or something well yeah possibly they are new okay i i'm i'm not a uh, virologist or a bacteriologist i don't pretend to be but what i do know is that this shit has been around since the beginning since the millennium and uh you know it X number of people die. Then we build up immunity. It doesn't wipe us all out. It just calls the herd. And I don't think any uh, normal, compassionate person wants to see anyone directly die or even, you know, really sick. Of course not. And of course I'm not saying this. So... Any of you naysayers out there, anybody out there saying, oh, you're just cold and heartless. No, I am reality-based. <laughs> what I'm saying to you folks, you may not like it. There's a lot of people helpless that don't. There's a hell of a lot of things none of us like in life. I would love to be the man that I was 30, 40 years ago. But guess what? I'm not. <laughs> That's the way it is. We get old and, well, eventually it's, you know, time to move on to whatever the next thing may or may not be. But in the meantime, at least while I'm alive and breathing and kicking, what I'm trying to point out to you is a goddamn scam. And scammers will scam because that's their focus. Corporate criminals will be corporate criminals. Narcissists are narcissists and sociopaths are sociopaths. That's all to be expected. But the people who are reporting these things, such as NPR, who are supposed to be looking out for society's best interest, and they haven't, they haven't had a, an in-depth, truly critical in interview since God only knows when. They, they just, they are syncopants to the to the point it's it's just absolutely sickening so they say something as though it's satrasanct gospel truth and they say well the authorities say this and so this is what authorities say and uh yeah, this is a well. Did we mention this is what the CDC says? And uh, so we uh, we better not question it. And uh, they're in the well, here it is. And this is what they say to do. And that's it. 
No, then we do such a great job reporting. <laughs> God damn. Anyone who is doing nothing but regurg regurgitating sales propaganda, they're, they're salesmen. They're not helping you. They're at best, at best, the only fucking thing that NPR does is waylay the fears of the masses and they placate your sensitivities. And this, I feel, is a very good example of this. But again, what I wanted to point out, the difference is when the ramifications of the things that you do um, could or should in a different, perhaps in a different time, <clears throat> it may be, I don't know, 50, 100, 150, 200 years, if by any miracle, if it's possible, by any damn miracle that this recording survives. That's why I tell everybody, you never know when it's taken down. Please, now just download it on your hard drive. Copy it three times, <laughs> backwards and forwards. Whatever the hell you have to do. Um, because, you know, it could be gone. But anyway, by some miracle in the future, historians look back and they find this and they'll say, hey, who are the hell this guy was? He was trying to speak the truth. Now, regardless of how many people heard it or how many people heard it, but either didn't understand or didn't give a damn or just thought he was barking at the moon and just an alarmist and whatnot. But if by any miracle I'm saying to you in the future with a clear conscious, I tried. I tried to tell folks, I tried to the best of my ability, whether or not Someone will talk to me, comment, banter, bitch, complain. I don't care. But at least my conscience is clear because I tried to let them know. So, what does all this mean? Well... One thing I can tell you that it means is that if you want any reliable source of anything meaningful, you sure as hell aren't going to get it from NPR slash OPB. Because they become, they became, sorry, corporatized many, many, many years ago. 
as just a very brief example. I remember many years ago, I was living in Austin, Texas. And um, a year or so before that, used to always hear these stories on NPR and they were critical of um, Walmart, their labor practices, working conditions for workers. There were several stories, pretty decent stories I mean, not nearly as hard-hitting as I would have liked. You know, we're not talking anybody as intelligent or, say, as, as fucking hard-hitting as, like, Edward R. Murrow or some, someone like that. But, you know, by that standard at that time, it was pretty decent. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, as a as a you know what was once considered a public institution it was it was pretty decent then i noticed let's see this was uh well let's see do the math roughly somewhere around mm, 2002-ish somewhere around that time all at once, these stories, they, they were gone. They were gone. Didn't hear a peep. Sound of crickets. And I wondered, after a while, I'd noticed, hey, uh, you know, Walmart. <laughs> the, the, it, which turns out to be the largest low-wage slave masters across America. And yes, that's what they are. And yes, it's what we have. That's how fucking pathetic things are. Largest employer in the U.S. At least the last time I checked. So, yeah. Vast majority of working Americans, the best they are offered that they have is working at fucking Walmart. <laughs> Largest employer in the U.S. But... Yeah, all the stories and all criticism went away. And then it was, I can't remember. I can't exactly remember how many years later it was. And then I heard a few uh, mildly, pretty mildly, um, uh, you know, critical stories concerning, again, Walmart or anything involving labor. Then I noticed, and you you will find this today, because they've been doing this ever since. And they do this with other players in the uh, in the same game of exploitation. Doesn't matter what, what company, what corporation. And at the very end they said, um, you know, NPR or was it NPR OPB or whatever, you know, state you live in has said, you know, that that uh Something it's a, it's a tagline that they have. OPB, we have a, uh, a a business connection with Walmart, 
Incorporated or whatever they call themselves, blah, blah, blah. Very last words of the program. So <clears throat> by doing that, of course, they're admitting that they're on their payroll. And as we all should know, those of us who are reality-based, that he who pays the piper calls the tune. That is the universal truth that has held since, again, recorded history. And so, yeah, um, since they're on their, basically on their payroll, well, it kind of stands to fucking reason why they're not exactly so <clears throat> critical of Walmart. And the same thing goes for the rest of them that have, as an octopus, the octopus of exploitation and corporate capitalism that puts its tentacles and weaves its tentacles into, you know, every public domain that it possibly can. And all of a sudden the criticism fades away. And that's how it happens, folks. That's how you lose your life. That's how you lose your democracy for the most part sadly a democracy you never even had because as i've said many times we live in a plutocracy but going back to the audacity now you're being conditioned however subtly mm, well we we can't eliminate we can't eliminate COVID altogether, and of course the virus mutates, but we came up with a, a shot you can take every year. And that should take care of things. Okay? Okay. As they pat you on the fucking head and give you a lollipop like you're a fucking mildly retarded six-year-old with nobody there to raise their hands and say wait a minute and none of this shit exists we didn't have to do this in 2018 or 2019 or they come back to you and they say yeah well it's the the new reality it's the new normal so Guess you're going to have to get used to it. Sorry. And uh, ask yourself this. Just point blankly. Think of your future. Think of your children's future if you have kids. Is this the fucking life you want to look forward to? For yourself or for them. But that's, again, becomes the things that you allow to become the new normal. And they say, well, it's a virus. And there's no, there's no, and there's no this, there's this. Well, there's a whole hell of a lot of reasons. One of them is, again, everything that happens in America, any excuse, anything, it's about money. 
It's not about, in this case, public welfare. It's about money. Way, way, way back, when a man, a doctor named Jonas Salk, who invented vaccine polio, because we had a huge problem with polio. And he could have became a multimillionaire, but he made it emphatically clear. He said, no, this discovery, this cure, is for the public. It's for the people. And that is the difference in a normal human mentality versus a corporate psychopathic mentality that always has an endless excuse why you just need one more jab every year for the rest of your fucking life and the lives of your children. I'm not, by any means, I am not coming from the position or the argument of a crazy tinfoil hatter. I'm not denying the existence of COVID. I'm not even denying the existence of possible COVID variant variants. But what I'm saying is, if you listen to what I was talking about, is that there is... There is a naturalness to these things that periodically do occur. And like I said, it is nature's attempt, basically, for lack of a better, truthful and honest word, um, you know, it's nature's way of calling the herd, if you want to call it that. But every single, all these people, the countless, the people, you know, none of them as far as there are people that are endlessly, you know, of course, so precious. Well, naturally, I don't know of anyone who voluntarily just raises their hand and says, okay, for the benefit of humanity, I'll die. I'll stop being, using my share of resources and then follows another hand and follows another hand and follow. I don't see that happening. So nature has to do something because apparently we will not plan or implement population control, which is something I've mentioned several times. And I'm not going to go into that here. I'll just suffice to say there are currently too many people on the planet. And, but don't, but no worries. Nothing to worry about here because we've got. Pfizer and we have all the other companies that are coming to save the day. They're going to save us all. 
everything, every threat, everything constantly, they're coming, they're right there, it's right there, and technology and all this will save us all. And how stupid and ridiculous does it have to get before any of us, or hopefully all of us collectively, will get the message? And uh, that's that, in my opinion, is what this is all about. And what I'm saying to you right now is what needs to be said. And what has me so pissed off and what should actually piss you off is that this is exactly what you do not hear on NPR because they're too busy kissing the corporate ass while they make their very, 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 very pleasant salaries. And believe me, particularly the ones who are on air, they make very comfortable salaries. In other words, for them, it's essentially an abstraction. They can talk about it in very pleasant, perhaps esoteric terms, and so forth. If you listen to their voice carefully, if you analyze their voices, their cadence, if you do that, you'd spend a little bit of time doing that. You understand that these people are in no way whatsoever attached to the common reality of common working folks. The kind of folks I like to talk to. Like you. So, in the end, I'm so angry. What do I say about this? I gave you the date. You can look it up. Listen to their what they had to say. I'm just so angry. I say it. I don't ask for forgiveness. Fuck NPR and fuck the horse they rode in on. Hey, everybody. Before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comments section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, Fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. 
other than that, all I can say is I hope you had a good day today and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.